0: well hello everybody welcome to what (laughs) happened with oh the paparazzi's
1: here the paparazzi's
0: here look out
1: Uh, i was like let me try to get a story out real quick and tell people to do it but then uh i messed up my phone kept doing low battery and then i had to click off a low battery in order to start the video and now i'm caught doing a selfie video I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry people please forgive me well <laughs> we
0: forgive you hello and welcome to what had happened was uh I'm Karen Bryant you can call me KB here with Angela Overkill Hill that's right okay yes. so listen today we are talking and your a lighting always looks I feel like my lighting is dim. I need to maybe Oh I got
1: double light. lights, girl. Like I'm not playing around. I'm like light <sighs> all the you. angles. I don't I want any go. wrinkles in here like please. Right. illuminate my face. Look at I'm gonna punch mine up some more. Then. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Up. It's like the okay. Paris filter on Instagram. Like, yes, this is, the this is what filter. I want to look like.
0: <laughs> the Paris filter is a lifesaver. Uh, it yeah, is. So it is. We are we are gonna have uh, Rocky Pennington, Raquel Pennington on with us. She is the UFC number seven bantamweight. She's just a cool chick. You yeah. know. Um. I've liked her. You know. It, it. She's basically one of those girls that like. I met her and I was like. I just like this girl. Like she definitely seems one of those girls. If she lived closer, I would hang out with her. Um, she just has a nice vibe. She's always ready to throw down, but she's just like she's a cool chick, she's got a good hat on her shoulders, she never mm-hmm. gets dramatic. She doesn't
1: like she just shows up, she does the work, she doesn't bitch about stuff, she's just solid, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I um I had a signing and I was sitting right next to her before yeah. my fight with her girlfriend and right. I was like oh right. lord like this is gonna be so awkward like should I say something is she gonna say something um not something rude but just like hey weird right, right? but um, okay. she was totally chill super cool and I always respected her um that just like being like you know first thing she said was like hey that's between you guys like we're just here to do a job and i'm like yay that's what i wanted you to say but (laughs) i wasn't gonna be surprised if you didn't say that so i was happy she did but it's like she it's really nice when you get like those drama free people who are just hard workers who they just like grind and they show up to work and you know they just do their job and i think a lot of that is missing in the sport because people Mm -hmm. are so concerned with oh what's what's happened why should i care about this fight and in reality you should be you should care about it because it's a sport and we're all trying to be the best at the sport and raquel pennington i think a lot of people are sleeping on her because mm-hmm. she's been around so long, but if you look at her record, if you look at the people she lost to, and you look at the streak that she's on right now, she's yeah. she's coming for that belt, man. Like I, I don't know. know what her intentions are at this point of her career, but she yeah. has a three fight win streak. She's fighting Aspen Lad, who yeah. you know on paper is very beatable for her because of the people she's beat in the past. Mm-hmm. So. She she could be fighting for the title sooner than people think. So it's it's really cool to meet someone like that who's under the radar. But they're okay with that, you know. They're just like, hey, my work will, exactly will show its worth eventually.
0: Exactly, exactly. So yeah, we'll be talking with her. And for those for the context for people who are scratching their heads or figuring out, she and Tisha are a couple. Of you of course have fought oh, Tisha yeah. in the past. <laughs> um, yeah, and so you know, it's yeah, that like that. That's what I'm saying. It's cool that when we can keep you know keep business and I know you've been frustrated with what's happened with the fights with Tisha but you know it, that's different that's separate and and it's not it's not our thing uh, and it's not, it's not like one, one you-
1: of those fights where I was frustrated because the, I felt like the judges stole it from me you know what I mean like it was frustrating right. for different reasons right. and I do think it's cool that like she has this permanent training partner it's a lot mm-hmm. like what me and Adam have I always have yes. someone to, to train with to grind with and it's someone that knows you like deeply and personally they've seen your entire career unfold and it's nice to have that in your corner because there's so many um, just wish-washy people like you yeah. know, friends, fans, whatever even family you got people cousins coming out of nowhere like oh hey you know I got, I got some things that you can work on and it's like who the fuck are you like I don't even remember meeting you you know like last time I saw right. you I was five so it's cool to have that like really deep connection with someone who understands your struggle, understands like what you're going through as a fighter. Not everyone has that. For sure. For
0: sure. Well, Hey, so before, uh, before she comes on though, you know, there were no fights this weekend. Um, what do you, you know it's funny you're sort of like what do,
1: what do we do to, to, to what, what had <laughs> like, happened? what <laughs> what what, what, happened. what are we gonna talk about had happened? Oh
0: you know, it's funny. so I went to uh, I went to like an art fair yesterday, um which is cool because I like to try to do stuff to take myself out of uh, just a fight brain and do something yeah. totally different. But I will say it was pretty cool because I not only did I find something that I I just love, like I fell in love with this piece of art that I I love. It's a, a book that is carved out and it's like this art. So it's not Ooh. only is the book, I love old books. I love books anyway. But so this person had like, they carved this cool thing out of this book and there's these layers and it's 3D and it's just like, it, when I saw it, it was like...
1: I, are you, you gonna show out. us the book or are you gonna oh it's all the Jesus. way over there sorry i put it in the, i put it on my instagram um,
0: <laughs> as, 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 sorry it's over there i i, I should have had it here to, to show it's like, <laughs> it Karen. Okay, it's, it's over there. there i don't feel like getting up i'm knock everything oh. over i do
1: hey but, adam can you can you bring the uh the fish over I got something or, cool at a thrift store, too. So oh, you were at thrift. an antique shop? Well, I, no, 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 I was at an art fair. I was at an oh, art, art fair. Oh, art fair. And Sorry. And
0: so, yeah, so I went to an art fair. But so I, um, yeah, I, well, you know, yeah, it's not going to work. here. Okay. Well, it's hard because, and I'm going to show you, this is like the, the I can't, I, you oh. have to look at my Instagram. Anyway, it's <laughs> i look at it's your Instagram. So, it's so cool. <laughs> but the funny thing was that I did go to this thing to try to get out of my head. And then, you know, like, yeah, no, yeah, it's a Saturday. Well, we're going to fight. So, so I went to the art thing. I do of art oh, it was right um, art art history and stuff like that's what i used to take in college wait
1: he didn't look at the camera look at the camera i remember this. oh there it goes okay okay how do you take this off sorry that is okay. some Sionized really nice art, art. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, my art is not quite as nice as that. Uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah, so I, I love this thing. But I will say it was pretty funny at one point. I was walking by and I was just strolling around. And at one point, this guy who is an artist and he was showing stuff in his booth, he looks at me and he's like, no fights tonight. You know what I mean? And I was oh, that's like, awesome. yeah, nope, no, no fights tonight or whatever like that. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Awesome. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, and there was a there was a couple of people like had some sports themed art. And this one guy did a really cool thing And he was painting, you know, like heavy bags and he did some artwork on the heavy bags. So I don't have anywhere to hang a heavy bag of art. You know what I mean? But I remember I was walking by the guy and I could tell, you know, I looked at him. I was like, yeah, cool stuff. And he looked at me and I feel like I feel bad because part of me is like, I know I'm the one who should be buying that. But like, I don't have anywhere to put that. But like, it's cool.
1: But I'm going to buy this book your artists artists who do big art in la don't expect people to buy their stuff often you know what I mean because yeah. like it's like New York like everywhere is really small you have a limited amount of space like not right. a lot of people have I don't know backyards or like big big open living rooms where they can mm-hmm put a bag at so i don't think he was mad about you for not getting his big ass <laughs> big ass bag, body you know bag I mean, of art. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: so like it's cool and then so was the cool you know yeah eight by ten painting of whatever it was like i live in an apartment like i don't know where i'm gonna put this you know yeah. Uh, yeah. but i did see some they cool understand. things <laughs> I did cool things um, but it is nice to kind of like get out of your head a little bit and I know that you are actually an artist yourself and I am curious like how much do you um how much do you find that the martial artist and the conventional artist in you like how often do they meet if you know what I'm saying like, When you're drawing or doing things, do, do, do like fight themes come into your artwork more like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, do those things cross over in your brain?
1: Not really just because like, I feel like those are two different eras of my life. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, when I was in college, that's when I really was an artist. Like I could say I was an artist and not kind of feel like I was a poser when I said it.
0: But
1: after, (laughs) after, um, And maybe a lot of people don't know this, but I actually worked in an animation studio after I graduated college. And then the recession hit. This is I'm yeah. old. This is in 2008. The recession hit. Um, and a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of new artists, people graduating from school, couldn't find jobs that weren't internships because everyone mm-hmm. was holding on to their job for for their life. You know, like people who've yeah. been in the in the art industry for a long time. So when it came to like animation, there weren't any jobs out there that were paying. So that's when I started leaning into the fighting thing because I had yeah. already had a couple amateur Muay Thai fights at that point. And I'm like, Hey, well, you know, I can make more money bartending and uh, teaching people Muay Thai than I can being an artist and you right. know, working in a studio. So that's what I, that's when I kind of just stopped art and became a fighter and I would still do little stuff like every now and then And me and Adam are both artists. So every now and then we'll do like little joint projects. Like we started this tradition where we would do Easter eggs, but the eggs are so good. Yeah. But they're like MMA themed. And um, I'm actually, maybe I could ask the chat. I'm actually struggling to figure out a, uh, a theme for this year's Easter is coming up. And I have a couple ideas, but I wonder if anyone has a good idea for some Easter eggs. But last year I did the famous reaction from uh, Joe Rogan. Corn yes, he's so Anna. good. And we tried to encase it in resin because I still have those eggs. This is gross. Those eggs are from last April, right? We right. Still yeah. have the eggs on the shelf, and we're like, I wonder how long <laughs> before we're gonna have to get. Rid I wonder of those. how long. I so it was kind of an long. experiment, and I ended up trying to cast them in clear resin, like a clear resin block. Yeah, and yeah. yeah exactly. Have you should've... seen that stuff before? Yes, like, I have. Of
0: course, yeah. The resin is really cool um, because, yeah, you you you. It's the epoxy thing, and you just put it all around it, and then you'd have it encased in a little thing. Because yeah. otherwise, I was gonna say you could you can
1: hollow out the egg. You know, Well, they were boiled eggs last oh, year. Because you know what I mean? You so could have hollowed
0: it out beforehand. and I then... could have
1: hollowed it out beforehand, yeah. Right, but right. the problem is they are not hollowed out, and they are were boiled. So I'm not sure if it's liquid or solid inside. Yeah, but it's solid sure probably. But it's a little gonna... bit of both. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, really I don't wrong.
0: know what you're – yeah, what are those hundred-year eggs where they bury them in the ground <laughs> like the oh. – yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I will say this though. Uh I wanted I wanted to um pop in a couple a couple of things. So first and foremost, Ang, um Jesus said <laughs> say saludos to us, and we're saying saludos back, Jesus. Hey. Um but also Joe McKenna had on their overkill hoodie
1: all the hey, day today. Nah awesome thank you joe mckenna for representing you yes. gotta post it on like twitter and instagram so i can re- repost it and like nice for that. nice yes. well
0: and, uh sasa gurelic
1: saying that we look good thank you very much sasa. yeah thank you very much thank you very <laughs> we much try. we try thank thank and um much. can you pull up uh
0: it, well, Al Snow saying this is the best kept secret on YouTube. We don't yeah. want it to be a secret though. We want we want more people to know. So uh, Yeah,
1: tell your friends, Al Snow, quit keeping us for yourself. Yeah.
0: You, that's right. That's jerk. right.
1: No. <laughs> Thanks, Angie, guys. can
0: you can you did your OBGYN confirm the pregnancy?
1: She did not. <laughs> Angie like, came
0: out and said she was pregnant on Friday. And if if people had looked at the calendar, they might have known that it maybe wasn't real.
1: Yeah, she, she, my OBGYN said that I peed on the wrong stick. So for yeah, people Holy who God. didn't get the joke, like I know it's played out to say I'm pregnant on April Fools, but mm-hmm. because we had so many of those mini uh covid rapid tests laying around, I thought it'd be funny to photoshop like the lines on the covid test and say, "Hey guys, I'm pregnant" because it looks just like a, one of the pregnancy things. I don't know. Yeah. A lot, it went over a lot of people's heads. So I apologize for doing a very basic April Fool's joke, but I thought that it was less basic than it was. And because it went over people's head, it seemed b- more basic. So apologies to everyone who congratulated me for being pregnant, but yo, like the love was so nice. I'm like, what kind of reaction did you get? Right. Oh, people were so excited. Like, everyone was like, congratulations, like, sending me baby emoticons, like, mixed baby emoticons. Like, they were they were like really really it seems so it. obvious that it was a joke <laughs> but I guess people forget what day it is right Like, yeah like I don't know I feel like if I didn't have a social media presence I wouldn't remember what day it was either like there's been a lot of April fools where I'm just scrolling and I'm like what oh my god so, what and I react to like okay. five different people before they say hey it was a joke so I've been had before too so if you guys got had like don't feel bad it happens to all of us if anything it makes me want to get people the year after so yeah <laughs> well, it's funny get because I, get,
0: I used to do stuff to prank the kid you know more and oh then, that's
1: always good
0: but I don't think I think the best I ever did was and I learned this from somebody I used to work with years and years ago but the best I ever did was like get a um like a bigger dish sponge type thing and frost it and they think it's a cake. And then they go to try oh, to cut it. Oh, yeah. And then, but it's just like a sponge in there. You we've know, done that. Sponge
1: cake. It. It's a sponge, sponge cake, cake. Crack, prank. Exactly. Yeah, we've done that.
0: So I haven't really done But I didn't do anything crazy. And But it's funny, though, because I did see somebody had posted something about, like, how there really just were fewer... And April Fool's jokes this year, and they were kind of like, it's because everybody's just like over it, everybody's fed up with a lot of stuff, and there's so much stuff now that seems so ridiculous that's true that, like, now it hasn't messed with people or whatever to the point where you're like, I don't even know anymore. Um, Yeah. People are
1: over news. Like don't give me any news. I don't want fake news. I don't want real news. Just shut up.
0: And like,
1: I I don't know. That's, I think maybe that's why I felt so bad because people were like so happy for me and they're like a breath of fresh air. Here's some good news out there now. And I'm like, (laughs) just kidding.
0: (laughs) No, no. Well, speaking of a breath of fresh air, Angie, we have got Raquel Pennington with us hey. now. oh How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Yay, we need yay. a little more light on your face because you're kind of backlit right Please. now. we're Yeah, more, more light on I'm your in face.
1: Level that chair around. Yeah, that's perfect, good, actually. We're yeah. doing like... Yeah. Uh,
2: so on Sundays, we always do... Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is. Or my... I'm in my aunt's room.
0: <laughs> we nice, always do, nice uh, family dinner
2: <laughs> on Sundays, and so they're doing one right now. And I was like, I have an interview. I'm going in the bedroom.
0: Aww. Yeah. Okay. Well, we won't keep you too long. We keep you from the fam. Bam. But uh, but yeah, listen. You're a week out from a big fight with Aspen Lad at UFC 273. Um, how do you feel about this matchup? Because before you came on, Angie, you know, and I were basically saying like you could be just this could be a title eliminator for you.
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, so first and foremost, I'm super excited. I actually was waiting for the winner of this fight, even though I fought Aldana. If she would have won the fight, I wouldn't have minded rematching her. Um, You know, before my medical suspension, I was ranked fourth in the world. And then uh, they ended up taking me out for that six months. They told me they were going to put me back in there where I was Mm. at. And instead they put me back in as 10. And then I fought two fights. And now I think I'm sitting at seven. Obviously yeah. for me the rankings don't matter but to climb in the sport I mean Angela you know how it goes. So yes. Obviously you want to fight somebody above you. Um mm-hmm. like I said was waiting for this and my game plan for this year was just kind of like you know get back on get back to for one I feel like me physically mentally and emotionally I feel healthy again and so mm-hmm. it was just like all right I'm ready to like make a run again no more ups and downs. And I would like to get a world title shot before the year is over or Mm -hmm. um, when the new year starts. Well, with these girls getting ready to fight, you know, I mean, after I fought in December, I I right away called Mick and I was like, hey, let's go. He's like, we don't have anybody. And so um, then when I was like, all right, I'll just be patient and wait until this fight happens. So I've had my eyes on this one. And then when it fell through, I mean, everything happens for a reason and I'm super excited. You can't tell me that after what, I'll be on a four-fight winning streak and then back yeah. in the top 5.
1: Exciting stuff. And it just is. so we so just so everyone knows, how long have you had to prepare for this fight? Uh 7 days.
2: What? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, they uh, they called me what was it? Friday night um last week. And he's like, hey, um, here's kind of what's happening. Do you want the fight if she accepts it? Of course. I don't Mm -hmm. turn down any fight. And Mm -hmm. so uh, for me, it just kind of worked out because, I mean, I've been helping everybody at the gym prepare for their fights. So I was helping JJ, Miranda, Tisha, Mm -hmm. freaking some of the girls going to the Ultimate Fighter. And so it kind of just worked out because I didn't really take any time off. So in reality, since I've had my eyes set on this, I've like, you know, I'm in shape and I had a general idea. But to actually get that, like that change in your attitude
1: and in your training seven days. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. And that it always kind of feels like, I don't know, like the universe is working to your favor when you are working with people, you're training hard with people that you care about. So you're pushing them, you're pushing yourself like just just by by accident. And then a fight like that, that you've been watching falls into your lap. So that must have uh, that must be kind of an advantage for you going into this fight. The fact that you've been looking at it, you're ready. Mm -hmm. And she is dealing with a totally new opponent. Yeah, you know, I
2: mean, I think, like you said, I think I absolutely agree with you. And then I think for her, um, I think the pressure honestly stands for her. She has to deal with a different Mm -hmm. opponent. And then on top of that, it's just like, you know how it is when that last minute change happens. I mean, as much as we adapt and we do things, it still leaves a certain emotion and kind of unsettling feelings. And then you got to gear up for that. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. She has the pressure and I'm just going in there and uh, I'm having fun doing me.
1: Yeah,
0: win-win. It, it is a win-win, and there's a lot of things that you just kind of brought up that, that I kind of want to unpack. How do you feel about fighting on the same card as Tisha? Because, you know, we have seen in the past sometimes when couples fight on the same card, it can be a little dicey. One wins, one doesn't, or you both don't, or you both do. That's ideal, obviously. But it's tricky. It's tricky for both people, right? It's tricky for the person who fights first. It's tricky for the person who fights second. Like how How do you Absolutely. feel about fighting on the same card? For me, I'm,
2: I'm excited. You know, I, uh, I've been trying to get Tisha to fight on lots of cards together and she's like, I can't do it. I can't
0: deal with the emotions. <laughs> it's a
2: lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's just like, she gets emotional during fight week and just has the nerves. And then of course, like caring and stuff. So yeah. it turns into something different, but, um, you know, we met fighting on Invicta and we fought on a couple cards yeah. and then Back in 2016, we fought on the same card in Florida, actually, in the UFC.
1: And Mm -hmm. then
2: I've tried to convince her. She was like, no. And then when COVID hit and they offered us, they actually offered her a fight first. She started training. They called me like eight days later and they're like, hey, you want to fight? And I was like, well, because they were (laughs) going to do the week after. And I said, hey, put put me on that (laughs) same weekend (laughs) they did that and I told her and she kind of flipped out but then you know we had a lot of fun and it worked out the coaches they loved it because they didn't have to travel two weekends back to back it just like uh it was fun just kind of like feeding off of each other feeding off of the energy uh the coaches balanced it really well and then this time I mean like I said I was just helping her prepare and uh when they called and they were I thought maybe they would move it. I don't know. And so, but then they were like, nope, it'll be on the ninth still. And I was like, I'm in. They're like, that's not an issue. What I am curious about on how this is going to go is because me and Aspen are the main event on the prelims. Right. And then the main card starts and there's only one fight and then Tisha.
0: Oh, boy.
2: So that, like, I haven't brought it up. But when I look at the card, I'm just like, mm, how are we going to balance yeah. this one? Gonna- just because, right. I mean, they got to get back there. They got to make sure she's warmed up. And mm-hmm. obviously, when the pay-per-view starts, you have a little bit of time and stuff in there and whatnot. So I think there will be plenty of time. But uh, yeah. Do you
1: guys have, like, the same three corners?
2: Yeah. No. We have a... Uh, do you have
1: one, like, uh, alternate yeah. kind of corner person? Yeah. So yeah, I have usually...
2: And then she okay. has her own jets guy. But then we have our two, we have our both of our striking coach and wrestling coach who are the same. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah whenever I've cornered or whenever I've fought on the same card as a teammate, then usually even if it's just one fight, there's usually just enough time, especially because mm-hmm. there's that deadline. Like yeah. They have to start the main right. card at a certain time. So at least you'll have time to like go and be like, congratulations. Like They might miss the team photo at the end, like after you win. Yeah. But they'll have enough time to run back to the locker room, warm her up for a full fight, and then get out there. So don't I'm worry about
2: watching- that. <laughs> I'm just watching Karen's face. She's like, hmm i'm just I'm i know in my head, so
1: in my okay. head i'm
2: I, like i'm like i'm I I just I'm telling you i've
1: been there i've been there a million times you I'm want the, as long as you have that that uh time you know it's yeah. only dicey when it's like both fights are on the prelims and there's one fight in between because they keep rolling through yeah you're but, good because like she said, yeah, fights we, on the main card but since you have that that like strict start time, then you guys, you guys will be okay. And you Wait. have the one extra person in the back to keep Tisha getting warmed up
0: yeah. and
1: like you know yeah. keep her mind on the prize. So that's all you need. So they'll be it's, in and out. Just you just gotta finish it quick. That's all you got to that's, that's, that's that's okay. super the easy, feature. right? Like, yeah, like the feature just do what you did last time. Just do what
0: to do. <laughs> the feature peeling yeah we have time because after that like she said, you know, we switch over to, you know, the the pay-per-view broadcast. They do a 10-minute thing, you know, at the beginning to set everything up. Then they show the first ring walk and stuff. So there is there is time and I'm trying to think who else is on the prelim card before you like how many finishes potentially could yeah. be there. Before you even you know walk out for for the feature prelim, but um, yeah, I, I just remember too, like when Molly and and Patty fight in the same car. Like Molly's always like, look, I don't care about the medicals, like whatever's happening backstage, I will be out there watching him fight. And so like you can say the same thing. Basically, you'll be like, look, I don't care about the medicals and all this other stuff. But yeah. when that music starts to play, like I need to be out there Gotta watching go. her or be, right, yep. right, like then. and I and I think <laughs> if you communicate that beforehand, and everybody knows also that, like, yo, don't put Rocky in the media room, don't put yeah, her in there, the whatever, like she's gonna be a minute, you know.
1: Oh, no, and you know what, you're in you're in luck. It looks like there's two fights before uh, Tisha versus Dern, so I think I you're thought definitely they canceled
2: the uh, or was Gasolum. Alarm- I forgot that April Fool's. Kelvin's out right now. now. You're right. Kelvin, yeah. was, oh, okay. was, was, like, was that
1: Elf? Okay. I was like, wait, was ah,
2: that? I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Or did I just fall for an April Fool's? But yeah, so now there's only the one. But if I actually think about it. Oh, no, I don't
1: think we- it was
0: April Fool's. Shoot. No, I think it's real, right?
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's what i oh, are no. saying. We think it's, it's actually actually canceled. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, I think but it's, it's still really still canceled. I don't think
0: Kelvin would have gone out there and said all that stuff if it wasn't real. I think it's real.
2: But yeah, when I. If I think about it, when we fought uh, during COVID together, I remember, you know how they like shuffle us all weird. So you got to go to um, the PI first and then you move into the Apex. Right. I remember to start fighting and I was supposed to get moved over so that way I can start warming up. And I actually just kind of like did a crash course before going out there to fight Marion because I stayed at the PI and they were like, Pennington, we got to go. And I was like, I'm watching this fight. And I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, I kind of did a, like a random crash course for mine to hurry up and get my hands wrapped and get a warm up in, and then the next fight happened. And then I went out there. Nice. Oh, so. It'll, so yeah, it'll work you're out. you're right. It'll yeah, there's
1: out. there's only one fight, but Oil Nick he 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 likes to draw it out. He doesn't finish immediately.
0: He Olinic? usually
1: waits until Oil Nick. Yeah, Olinic, Yeah, he does. If he
0: gets you, if he gets you, you're Ezekieled right away, baby. Karen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, she's like your rocket. Anyway, rocket. So let's actually talk about this matchup, though. Let's just forget about the logistics. You're going to make it. You're going to do it. You're going to work. Okay. So obviously, first and foremost, let's go um, with the uh, understanding that you know Aspen obviously is known for her ground and pound. That is what she wants to do. Um, but so what do you plan to do to sort of either negate that, make sure that doesn't happen because obviously, um, you know, we know that that's how she wins her fights.
2: Yeah. You know, first off everybody, like ever since I went on to the ultimate fighter and then got into the UFC, nobody has ever actually seen my ground game. I've never had to really use it, but Uh the ground is actually my first love. Like I fell in love with jujitsu. Yeah. And so kind of like um you know i think a lot of people are like oh hey take her down and that's where to go from but yeah. uh, honestly like i feel confident whether it's stand-up whether it's grappling or going or wrestling and then going straight to the ground um mm-hmm. you know i mean at the end of the day she gets people in some bad positions with her ground and pound but same thing like i avoid those positions like crazy and as soon as i usually hit the ground like I pretty much scramble a lot and end up in dominant positions. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that I just like always focus on in my last fight. You know, I think, uh, Macy took me down at the end of the first round, but mm-hmm. there was like no danger. So I was kind of just hanging out and getting that like little shake off of just being out there again. And those, that yeah. emotion and that nerve, I was like, "Whew! all right. We like, okay. <laughs> and then the time ran out and it was like, all right. But then, um, uh, you know, so, I mean, honestly, like, I'm I'm not intimidated by any of that. I'm not worried about mm-hmm. when it comes to it. I mean, sh- anybody, like, she comes forward, she's aggressive. She goes backwards. She doesn't do well going backwards. Yeah. She has, like, an awkward style stand-up that's just very, to me, she's very flat-footed. She mm-hmm. likes to move a certain way. And, like, I just, like, I'm the type of person. I like to take pictures and pay attention to those things. And mm-hmm. I see my openings with things. And, you know, I mean... It's just, I feel really confident in my well-rounded abilities. So,
0: yeah.
1: Nice. Do you see it um, going to the ground a lot? Do you you think you're working more anti-wrestling or anti-jiu-jitsu? Because she she is probably going to shoot. And you set up that like guillotine really nice in your last fight. Do you think you're going to catch her on the way in? Or are you trying to just work everywhere? <laughs> I'm like, um, well, somebody said they have money. So I'm trying to help them out. Oh, <laughs> like, no. So I'm like, what round do you see? Oh, you no, no, this person. Yeah, this person says, please fight the <laughs> decision. They have money
0: on it. No, no, no. She's trying to get, the finish no and get that finish. To please no, fight no, the no. decision.
2: I have no. money on it. That doesn't no. sound fun. Yeah. Go after no. the second round win. <laughs> decision doesn't sound fun. Um, <laughs> right, right,
0: right. Honestly, Trade you know, eighty I mean, says honestly, you got this. Starts... One, though. Huh? Trady 80 oh. says you got this though. Thanks. Um,
2: <laughs> honestly though, I mean, a fight starts standing up and lately my last few fights, you know, um, I was at a point that like everybody, ever since I got into UFC, Dana all the time would yell at me and he's like, why do you not let your hands go? And like I said, I was in love with the ground game that Mm. I didn't have as much confidence in my, in my hands as everybody thought that I did. And then now, Mm -hmm. like, I don't even care. like my confidence just truly shifted in everything. Um, And then on top of that, you know, just being healthy again and getting my medical stuff under control that Mm -hmm. boosted a lot of things for me. And now I'm just like, I'm comfortable in my cardio and all this other stuff. And everybody's like, you've always had great cardio but there's still things that struggle there. And especially having like some medical issues I was suffering from, like I've experienced adrenaline dumps. I've experienced different things that happen like extremely fast from these situations. And that played a part now that that's all gone. Like I actually like, I have no fear of getting hit. Like I like to scrap if we go somewhere else, like I like just all of it. And I'm a person that like thrives off of challenges. So I mean, I think that's one reason I'm addicted to MMA. It's constantly challenging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, You know, it's just kind of one of those things to where she wants to try to shoot. That might be a bad day for her. Um, It might show a different side of my game if she does end Mm -hmm. up getting a good shot in. But uh, I'm pretty quick at snatching heads. So, yeah, (laughs) I don't know how good of an idea that'll be for her. And then, like I said, I mean, lately I love throwing hands. So, (laughs) see. We'll see. I love it.
0: Well, I love it. Well, and, and for folks who don't know, I mean, you touched on it here a little bit and you and I spoke at the, uh, at the apex after your fight that time, but for folks who don't know, and you know, I know it's a long story, you can kind of abbreviate it, but like you told me you were in the hospital with COVID writing out your will basically and telling your mom, you know, you know, you, you, you would come to terms with the fact that you might not get better from this, which is just insane to me to think of, um, yeah you know, and so, but th- it, that's what you mean, right? So there have been lingering effects from the COVID and that, it, it, and it t- t- took you a long time to feel like you got back to where you were before. Right.
2: Yeah. Between like hypothyroidism and everything. And then, I like, got that too, baby. I know what oh, that is. Ugh. That is you know how that feels then. like the fatigue. It doesn't matter how much energy you have, like trying to battle through that fatigue or sometimes your body just feels like a thousand pounds. And then yep. being in a weight cutting sport is, the worst thing for hypothyroidism.
0: That's why I try to tell Angie all the time. She's like, baby, you could drop five pounds. I'm like, you don't understand. No, I don't take my medicine. I don't do this. Like I can't I look at somebody else's sandwich and I gain weight. Like, yeah, (laughs) no,
2: it's so hard. And so trying to like drop the weight. And then from the, like we had that conversation. Yeah. With COVID Mm -hmm. that was a, that was definitely an extremely tough experience for me. Like that challenged me on so many different levels. And, It just, it honestly blew my mind because of being a professional athlete, I was in the middle of a camp and then that happened and seeing how my body was just rapidly like shutting down on me and then trying to get back out there. I seen a cardiac specialist and we was doing so much testing and, you know, honestly, my game changed for the longest time from Mm -hmm. where I'm doing, like, say I'm training three minutes with 30 second breaks. I was doing like 30 seconds with three minute breaks because it took so long to build back up and to get like my muscle endurance back and everything else. I mean, there's a significant difference in heart cardio and muscle cardio. And like, I had a really, really hard time getting that back. And that honestly, when I went into the fight with a Kiazad in Mm -hmm. September, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm that was a huge fear of mine. Cause I was just like, I do not want to be locked in an octagon and somebody's trying to take my head off and my body just doesn't go with me. And I think that's why like with her, I like, you know, I tied up more and just kind of stayed mm-hmm. more up against the cage. And like I had to work, I was working through so much stuff. Survey so was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that fight, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, you don't understand the stuff that I overcame and walked out of there with my hand raised now i know and then with macy yeah. i was like now i'm freaking let's go now yeah. I'm back. and then now with this one i'm just like all right i'm stoked and it's the first time fighting in front of a crowd since
1: yeah
2: yes. 2019
1: yeah 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 exciting and well for anyone who is dealing with similar issues how did you overcome that was it just like a time thing or did you go to specialists or what did you do to get your health back back in order
2: Honestly, it just took time. Um, Mm -hmm. I just had to learn how to be patient with it. I kind of upped my body on vitamins. I don't, ever since everything with USADA, I don't like putting anything in my system. But at the end of the day, when your body's depleted for one, being an athlete, but then for two, having uh, something like that, like I started upping the vitamin intake. I really, really, really focus on like no less than eight hours of rest and Mm -hmm. just listen to my body because... Even in the times that I thought I felt great, I would go a little bit too far. And then all of a sudden it felt like it set me back like Mm -hmm. five steps Mm -hmm. further. So it was really important to kind of just truly listen to your body and to take that time, up your water intake. I Like I said, I mean, I seen the um, specialists and so I seen a cardiologist on multiple occasions Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, But other than that, it was just slow. Like I Mm -hmm. trained once... And then I would take like two days break and then I would train again. And it was just like frustrating because, I mean, I'm used to training five days a week, twice a day, if not six days a week. Mm -hmm. So trying to just kind of build back up. And then on days that like I felt sluggish again, I would just taper it back off. And it was just it was a lot of mental training, too, because, Um, I mean, it's it's an emotional struggle. So, of course, yeah, yeah, I had to pay attention to that, too. And it just it was time
0: and you know aren't you and because i feel like you guys have kind of tipped your hat to what the long-term plan is right didn't you and tisha both go to med school now or like haven't you both completed uh, so like some medical stuff are you guys going to do that after the fight career is done tisha did a uh,
2: criminal justice oh okay criminal justice criminal yeah justice. so she's like obsessed with criminal justice stuff i tell her okay. to be a lawyer because you get that girl on something and she just starts arguing and like you're not gonna win and yeah. that's like all right <laughs> you got it i heard it um yes. i did the medical stuff which yeah that's a blessing and a curse because it's like i have a little bit too much knowledge so i, understand. I was gonna say like it might
0: have helped you to some degree but then not on the other yeah degree. it helped
2: me but then emotionally like it was kind of like well here's the reality of things too but um I always made the joke, you know, that uh after fighting I was gonna go around and or I said before I finished my career I would just beat people up and then pass out my business card and come see. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. Nice. Um nice. I'm I'm still very interested in it, but I actually think like now going through like injuries and different things and having to bounce back and whatever, I still I coach high school gymnastics. I still wanna coach oh, nice. when I get out of um like actually being an athlete, I want to coach MMA uh-huh. and do things. So I actually want to open one of the largest gyms in Colorado Springs and give everybody a home to like train. And I want to put like a nice. cafe and stuff, a recovery area in there and whatnot. Um, so I think I'm more on like the physical therapy side at this point okay. mm-hmm. and okay.
0: whatnot. So We'll see. Well, then Tisha could have a law office because if people need physical therapy after an accident, then Tisha and her like you know "I'll fight for you" motto will be totally appropriate. Oh my and then, god! You know, I then can mean? already so, see the. Oh, I can totally book. already see it. So Tisha will have her like, <laughs> like her Tisha in a fucking like tiny business tree with
1: suit. <laughs> Totally with a like, glove on come out there like all yoked and be like listen and like in the court i oh, listen she we like ripped her out. blouse off and she has a sports totally. bra with like oh, my arm god arm on i <laughs> oh, love it i oh love it god. we got it all yeah. mapped out you guys oh, got that for god. free that was a free idea for yeah, you Right. You <laughs> thanks there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so speaking of uh after you're done fighting, um, you've been in the UFC for a long time. Do you see that light? I say light because like I can't wait to retire because then I get to yell at people <laughs> for the rest of my life, yell at people to work harder. Right. Um, but do you see that light at the end of the tunnel anytime soon? Or are you just playing it day by day, seeing what fight gives you and doing it that way? Because sometimes people have like a strict like, I'm gonna stop fighting when i'm 35 or i'm gonna stop fighting when i'm 40 or i'm never gonna stop i'm gonna die fighting what's your uh mantra on that
2: well you know i always said so obviously i started when i was 19 and back in the day Mm -hmm. i mean i fought the same person multiple times just because there was no women in the sport and so to watch how everything's evolving for one is just amazing but then on top of that like recovery is so different these days so i always Mm -hmm. said you know, at mm-hmm. 32, I'm done. And then mm. 32 came around. And now it's like, it honestly feels young. Like, I feel like I just yeah. hit my prime. And I'm just now like on fire. So I was like, Nope. So, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I have goals and everything after I want kids, I want a family, I want to be able to function with them. And yeah. not feel like all the aches and pains. And I've been an athlete since I was five. So I've had some crazy injuries. But mm. I don't know. I mean, right now, like this fight's in front of me and you know, I would love to see, I would love to go out there and get my hand raised and then mm-hmm. four fight win streak back in the top five, like give me an argument that says I'm not in the talks again. And then, yeah. um, Amanda and Juliana are fighting August. Right. I think so, so depending on how that plays out, um, you know, I would love to go out there and get a world title shot again uh win that world title and defend it once or twice and then call it a wrap well, that was bitch. the ultimate goal and there it is so you know I foresee all that happening in the next like at least year and a half and so hey nice. um
0: is there is I'm gonna is, stay 35, but that'll exactly. probably creep around and I'm like oh, oh listen, we're on a we are
1: on an ageless show here, Rocky. Please we are an ageless show. Yeah, ageless I'm just, not even gonna say what age I don't I'm even retire. I'm not even gonna I'm, I'm one of those I'm gonna die fighting type of people. are I'm you? Like, I'm like you'll know, see if when you kick me out at fifty, I'm going to Risen and I'm gonna fight <laughs> I'm gonna fight fucking uh who's that sexy alma just fought over at one and yeah.
0: sexy alma's like 47 it's sexy i still sexy by oh, the way good. and uh hey, yeah no he could, he's he's looking good but no i can totally <laughs> respect that um <laughs> that yeah you have plans is there a woman that you would rather beat for the title like would you rather beat amanda or juliana to take that title
2: well that that's a fun <laughs> that's a fun like, one <laughs> yeah don't get me started on that oh um, yeah well, obviously, uh, you know, I would love to redeem the fight with Amanda. I yeah. uh, We originally fought May of 2018. We were supposed to fight December of 17. I just came back from four major surgeries. UFC was like, hey, world title shot. And I was like, um, can I kind of just get back in there after an 18-month layoff? And they were like, you know, you can have that shot, but if you lose, then basically say love you to the title for a while and so how do right. you turn down a world title shot so the pressure was there and then october of 17 i actually broke my leg and i sustained all that nerve damage where mm-hmm. i barely avoided amputation me being impatient and already on an 18 month layover um i went through the recovery barely got out of freaking crutches got back into the gym was avoiding kicking or doing anything and then fought amanda in may so I didn't give my leg enough time at all. Insane. And Amanda did exactly what she needed to do. She kicked me in the first round in the exact spot that I had the damage. Ah. And I've never been in a fight like that. I, uh, you know, I fought with broken a broken bone uh, or broken hand, fractured forearm, s- cuts, like all this stuff. It's never phased me. But that pain with the nerves, I've never experienced something like that. So, um, you know, I would just love to redeem that fight. Uh, I feel like it could be very, very different. And then Mm -hmm. Juliana, (laughs) Juliana, me and that girl. um, I think everybody kind of thought that we would align at the ultimate fighter for the finale. But that didn't happen. My fight against jessman that's where I like sustained all these injuries. So I had a broken hand, fractured Mm. forearm, 17 stitches in my eye. And then going into the fight, my semifinal fight, like, how do you fight like that? Like the ultimate yes. fighter, you know how tough that is. They just is.
1: fucking stitch you up like a baseball. I say, like, all right, you're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't even train. I couldn't do nothing. Uh, and then I fought.
2: And so I ended up losing in the semifinal fight. And then uh, anyways, Juliana and I never seen each other, but it was kind of one of those ones that like I felt bad for her on the ultimate fighter, but it was kind of a bully to her. And I don't believe yeah. in that. So I try to befriend her, but there's just some people that their personalities don't go together. And that was her and I. And I was like, listen, you stick to your bottom bunk. Don't talk to me. I will stick to my top bunk and I'm (laughs) over it. And like, I've always wanted that fight, but somehow she's dodged that one left and right. And then now Mm. she's the world champion. So, you know, I've thought about maybe our past didn't align back then on the Ultimate Fighter because maybe they're supposed to align now. Hey, let me tell you. I want that. that. that
1: The I want that fight more than
2: anything, not just because it's the world title. Like, even if she didn't have the title, I still just want to fight Juliana. So wow.
0: I like that. I and I it. and it's funny, it's funny what you say. How do I how can I phrase this about personalities not meshing because she distinctly has a chip on her shoulder? I mean, I don't think I'm breaking any news with that, right? And I feel yeah. like she is a woman that has kind of does do that to other, like she's not, she's not, you know, some girls are like, Oh my God, super warm. And you feel like, Oh, I
1: want to, you know, this is a girl's girl. Like, yeah. Juliana definitely has that. Like she, she has that she, hyena energy. She you know has that. say has like <laughs> female, but I, but it's, like, but it's good for the fight world. Yeah, like, it yeah. works for her. It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's oh, absolutely. a, it's it's definitely works for
0: her. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: It just, yeah. it's kind of one of those things where it was just like, it didn't matter. Like, you know, we hung out a couple times on the show and stuff. And it just like, yeah. I don't even know. Like she just had the weirdest vibe to her. And I remember when she was getting ready to fight Shayna, she was on the bottom bunk and she was leaning up against the wall, like holding her knees and she was talking mm-hmm. and I was trying to rest before practice. And she kept saying crazy shit. Like she's going to kill me. She's going to do this. And it was all this negative, And so I hung over the bed and looked at her, and I was like, "Are you good? <laughs> yeah. Oh no,
1: we lost oh, no, it! No, no, no. Come back, come back, <laughs> Rocker. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we're here we're okay, here we're we here we can here hear you. We can hear you. But frozen, wait, your picture but... froze.
0: <laughs> oh, her picture. There you there are. Go. There you are. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So you we're leaned back. over. You leaned over the bed. <laughs> oh, We're like, ah,
1: tell me more
0: yes go ahead <laughs> um so yeah i
2: leaned over the bed and she just like it was just negative 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 so i got out of bed and i went downstairs misha happened to be at the house and i said hey your girl is like losing it <laughs> upstairs it. and she's like oh no that's what she does before a fight she tells herself all the worst things and i was just like oh hell no like <laughs> it just rubbed me wrong and so i was like okay to each their own but like it was just one weird ass thing after another. And like, she just like, I don't know. Like she, sometimes she's just like oddly rude, but then other times it seems like she needs like that normal, like people person attention. Yeah. And so it was just like, I don't know. Like I just couldn't vibe with her and I was like, all right, I don't like this. And, um, it just, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. And then I remember they tried to have a spar and the one spar they had, the coaches had a rip us part and they were like, all right, Ugh. the intensity is crazy. And Ugh. I was just like, all right, this is, it was just a shit show with Juliana. And no, so, man. you know, I mean, she's done exactly what she's needed to and she got the world title and stuff and congratulations to her and good yeah. for her. But uh, yeah, I have my eye on her, whether she's got that title around her waist or not. So Nice, I love it. So, would you want
1: <laughs> would you want that fight next? If best case scenario, you get a big win um, yeah. Saturday, would you call out Juliana no matter what, or would you because you'd have to wait a for little. the title fight?
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
2: you know, I think for me and my ultimate goal, I would obviously want the winner of their fight regardless Mm, i'll have to wait because mine's april they fight august and then obviously they're going to need some time before whatever so i would love to have the winner of that fight Mm. but like i said i mean i won't be disappointed regardless like i know i'll get back to that world title shot at some point but there's still that fight that i'm like all right there's a little bit of a grudge match there for me that like i wouldn't be disappointed so We'll see. I like it. I well, love what the kind I of hype I ride after the win on Saturday.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, it's funny because before you came on, Angie and I were both saying, like, the thing about you that's so cool is you're so consistent, right? You're so, you don't engage in smack talk or whatever. You're just like a constant figure. You're even keeled, level-headed, and you come to work, you throw down, you show up, you do your job. And there's a lot about that, that, you know, in a way it sounds weird, but when you're that reliable, like we were saying, like you're almost under the radar in a way, right? Because all these other people are jawing all the time. And meanwhile, consistently, you're just putting your work together. And like we said, writing a three fight win streak into this one. And you are making this argument for yourself. Is there any point in which you think sometimes, ah, man, like I got to play the game and I need to like get out here and start jawing or talk some crap or do whatever. Cause it's not really your character, but at the same time, that's how stuff gets done.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I've actually had that conversation. Um, you know, my cousin's, uh they're always telling me they're like you need to talk some shit
1: like run your mouth (laughs) do this do that and like damn cousins i I was talking about they always come (laughs) out they always come out with the fucking advice like yeah right (laughs) i don't
2: i definitely believe i don't get the credit that i've deserved and i get overlooked in a lot of circumstances you know i mean even my first fight with amanda um i was the first one to go five rounds with her besides valentina and everybody like blew that out the water, but then they were talking about I think her name Alicia Spencer or Spencer. Felicia. Felicia, Felicia. yeah. Yeah. They were talking, I always call them by their last name. So Spencer, <laughs> they just were like, you know, they gave her all this credit. She was tough. She was this. And like, yeah, that's how we say that I'm the dark horse in women's MMA. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean with that being said, like I do have I hold a nice resume behind me that people don't pay attention to. And yep. it's kind of one of those things to where, yeah, sometimes like if you get me fired up, I mean, I come from a Hispanic family and I can definitely run my mouth. <laughs> hey! But I also like, I'm just super chill and like, I don't know, I don't care to talk shit just because of the fact that like, for one, I don't know, I just, I've never been that way. And then for yeah. two, like, I feel like the fight speaks for itself. And one thing that really cracks me up is, you know, obviously the entertainment that's becoming a huge thing in the sport and everybody sure. loves it but when these guys talk so much shit and then they go out there and just get their ass whooped. And then I'm like, good luck for the next six months of your life, catching up on all that shit talk because it's a shit show. And so like, for me, I mean, it's just, I don't like to waste any unnecessary energy. Um, I feel like my goals, I have goals planned out for myself and like, they'll happen whether I'm talking shit or whether I'm not. And that's just kind of it. Like, You know, it's one of those things uh, where almost like the ultimate fighter, everybody thinks you got to win the ultimate fighter to get into the UFC. Like, I'll just keep doing exactly what I'm doing. And then before you know it, like, I do plan on sitting on top. So Mm. then what? You have no choice but to talk about me at that point. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: So I love
2: that's that. just, that's I love my it. personality. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get fired up and just start with love amount. it.
1: And I feel like maybe people know <laughs> that you got that under your sleeve, you know, like you have that ace under your sleeve where you could just boom, 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 like throw daggers at them and really <laughs> cut them apart. So they shy away from talking the shit to you because I don't know when people have that confidence, right. right they don't need to show it. It's a, it's a little scary. You know what I mean? Like, a lot yeah, you don't. Too. They tell me after
2: we fight, like I've had a few opponents who come up to me afterwards and they're like, it has been an absolute honor to share the octagon with you. Like, honestly, we were intimidated to like fight you. Oh, um, right? And then people just in general, they're always like, you're so intimidating." I'm like, how am I intimidated? Just like, like I- hanging out,
1: not doing anything. <laughs> I just hang out, I'm just quiet.
2: Am I my own business? I've never understood it, but they're like, no, it's that weird. Like you said, they're like, you just have this weird, like
0: quiet confidence to you, that's like
2: very intimidating. And I'm like, Oh, I've never looked at it like that.
0: I think that is exactly it because you know, a lot of time we see the ones John all the time they're making up for something and they're overcompensating. And so the, what, the ones that are quiet, you're like, what does she know that? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? That is unnerving. And you have a
1: resume. People have seen your resume for a long time. They probably looked up to you before they became uh, your opponent. So That's already intimidating there, yeah. and then you're yeah. not like getting in their face and acting all crazy. So that's when, when someone acts crazy to me, I'm like, and eh, you know, but when someone's just like, then that's the scary one, you know, those like, are the are ones that thinking that over work. there, yeah, yeah, like come yeah. on, show yeah. me something, and yeah, hey, you
0: just- know. Well- well, no. I was going to say one thing that is intimidating, and I and and you've been kind of documenting the story on this is you are moving all your tattoos. Like you you're getting your tattoos removed, but then you say you're moving them all to one sleeve. Is that is is that, what, Wait, is that what? what's going on? Yeah, because yeah, so- you do have a decent amount of ink, and so maybe that was what was intimidating. I mean, everybody has ink nowadays, except for me. But like, but maybe that was one of those <laughs> things that was in. kind of yeah. <laughs> um.
2: No, I don't know. I think you know i just i started getting tattoos young uh and all my tattoos have meaning and so it's not one of those things where it was like oh shit i made a young mistake and all this other stuff like absolutely not like i actually thought before i put certain things on my body i think the only random thing i really did was like this giant ash tribal <laughs> like <laughs> that okay but other than that like everything that's been on my body has some sort of meaning or some side is like some sort of, uh, thing for each milestone in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. and then when finally I grew up in a Catholic family and my pompo is 100%, which is my grandpa, 100% Mm -hmm. against tattoos. Well, my mom was the first one to start getting tattoos and she would hide them. And then I started getting tattoos, not even my guy cousins had them yet. So then on top Mm -hmm. of that, being a female, and it was just like, I always wanted just a sleeve but I kind of like was putting them in different places. And then I remember at high school, I got my leg tatted. Um, and we would like tape it to where it looked like a shin splint in basketball. So uh-huh. people would see it. So it was just yeah. more so like hiding things. And then finally I was like, I'm a grown ass adult. My pump loves me for me after he found out about them and didn't talk to me for a while and ripped me a new one. I was just like, all right, it's, it's time to do what I want. So I started my sleeve and then um i just decided to like move them in the same place and i got sponsored by tat removal so i've just been kind of cleaning up the canvas everywhere else so i don't just have ink like all over the place and i just want to finish my sleeve and just have everything that i ever had just in one spot
1: Nice. i never thought about that like the reason some people have like random tattoos is because they're hiding it from their family like i never thought about (laughs) that that's crazy i remember uh I think it was
2: my senior year. It was homecoming. I just got the center of my, uh, like my mid back tattooed mm. and I kept like sliding against the wall. Like I would awkwardly turn. So he wouldn't see my back. Yeah. We went to go show off our outfits and everything else. And I'm in my little <laughs> dress and my papa always has a habit of like, when he grabs us grandkids, he'll kind of smack us. And yeah. my tattoo was fresh and he was just like, boom. And I was like, mm. uh, like they got the funniest picture of my reaction, but he had no clue. I had a, t- a tattoo in my mid back. And so it was just like, it was crazy stuff like uh, that.
0: Oh, 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 so well, funny. listen, I know you got to get out of here, but I wanted to ask you one last thing because I feel like you and Tisha posted engagement pictures in the snow, in the Rockies. Like, I feel like it was a long time ago now, girl. And, and I know it's COVID and I know a lot of things happen, but I feel like, Ages and ages ago, you guys posted pictures saying you were getting married, and then nothing's happened. I don't think, right? So, oh
2: my god, you're opening
1: what opening is the progress like, with that? She's actually not gonna...
2: watching this. <laughs> <laughs> we're opening a can of worms right
1: now. I'm um, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm um, fight week, Karen. Come on. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I need. To, I need to know. I need to know.
2: No, honestly, um, obviously we, yeah, we got engaged, and then. Yeah. It was just like I went into my surgeries and then Tisha was fighting and then I bounced back from those and started fighting and like whether it's her or me, we're just like one after the other and it was just constantly something and there was one right before COVID actually we started looking at like tons of venues and like was starting to get things taken care of and then COVID hit Mm. and so I just feel like it's just been one thing after another that's kind of just been in the way and you know, the way that I tell Tisha, I'm like, I already feel married to you, calm down. Like, it's I'm fine. Really- it's just a piece of paper. And she's like, right. No, it's not. So it starts this whole thing all the time, but I try to taper it off with other things. But uh, no, I mean, obviously it's something that we want to do. We just yeah. it is seriously hard being two professional athletes on a big stage. Like, whether I can't imagine or sitting on the sidelines, she's doing the opposite. And so right. it's yeah. just and she was just like, You can plan it all. Absolutely no. not. Oh, no, no. Like, I'm so spontaneous in life that, like, just tell me where I need to, like, write checks to and tell me what time I need to show up. Uh, <laughs> it's yes, like, was my gonna... personality type. So
1: <laughs> it don't work. I got your solution. Yeah. I got your solution. Let's hear it. International Fight Week. Vegas. I was just going to say Vegas. Elvis. Every Everybody will be there Sam anyway. Right, Every, right. Invite everyone who's there for appearances, who's just there hanging out for fights. Open. like. Open. <laughs> open, yes. wedding. Wedding. Let's open go. wedding in front of the t-mobile arena like there you go there i'm just go.
0: saying on a pre-show rocky i'm sure we could get it you and teach it i could probably get certified to be say, uh, a minister
2: certified i'll go get certified, yes. go get
0: certified. <laughs> for this
1: yeah
2: <laughs> we'll both go out there as a uh... Oh, God, i would love
1: you don't even know i would actually I love
0: that so is- much like-
1: do it do it i, oh, I will shit, go I down as now. a wedding coordinator just by giving you that information uh, you could put <laughs> me on this? the list <laughs> is this in july yes yeah, yeah, july. 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 Like right right let me know let
2: me know my uh, time no time. it
1: actually is the first week yeah. of july it could work out really you really got- well dude oh, you're both gonna be hype off of wins there you yes. go you know there you go. There you go. You're kind of
2: selling me here, actually. I'll be like, all right, instead, you told me a planet. We figured it all out in this conversation. Uh, Yes. So, up this day at this time. No, listen, and go. I'm not
0: even kidding. Like I want to get certain, Like I would love to be the one to mowage. Like I would love to be the one <laughs> to, to do it. I would be. All right. So now you got out. motivation to get uh, certified. Yes. Yay. Oh my God. Oh, my MMA, God. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, awesome. I know it is uh yeah, it's your family time there. It's your, it's your Sunday meal at your aunt's. Um, I do love, and it's so funny because every time I see your mom, I'm like, is your mom only like 12 years older than you? She's so young. You guys, I love the relationship you hey, have. You're so she's close. my
2: sister. We yeah. Was,
0: uh, I took her on a, um like a
2: Valentine's day, birthday, mother's day. She's always wanted to go to Jamaica. So I took her on a mother daughter's trip and we went to Jamaica and like, oh my gosh, we had way too much fun. But the whole nice. time we were there. Everybody thought she was my girlfriend, and if she wasn't my girlfriend, she was my sister. And I was just like, they, Can you like age a little uh, bit? Or like I
1: love it. <laughs> so,
0: it's awesome. It's but, awesome. Yeah. I That's love great. It.
1: it just means you won't age for the next 30 years. It's perfect. I, hope I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. It's so great. Well, listen. Um it's a big fight week for you. I love that, uh, you know, like you said, you didn't have to deal with like months and months of worrying about it or whatever. Like it gets plopped in your hand. You're ready to go. That's yeah. why stay ready. So you don't have to get ready, right? that's like a Absolutely. perfect example. Absolutely.
2: You know, it's oh. kind of one of those things too. I was, I made a joke to my coaches the other day. I was like, they probably uh, were like, oh, we'll take this fight. because She's going to have a terrible weight cut. And uh, <laughs> cause I think like, Oh. Probably five or six days before they offered me the fight, I posted a picture and was like 156 pounds, happy and healthy and all this other stuff. Oh. Ah, and went nice. on a whole like rant about weight cut and everything. So it's been like our little joke and everything, but it's kind of one of those things where I said, you know, I mean, my body's prepared, whether I'm sitting at like little does everybody know I drink two gallons of water a day. So half of that 156 ah. is two gallons of water. But Dang. uh it's kind of one of those things. Like you said, I mean, you just stay ready. And it was funny because two days before I got offered the fight, Tisha actually asked me, she's like, why? I just got done sparring her. And she's like, why are you training so hard? And I'm like, obviously for your little ass, I got to help you and everybody else. (laughs) And I was like, but what if I get a phone call? And she's like, I don't know. I think you needed to like tone it down a little bit. And then two days later I get the call and she's like, I put my foot right in my mouth and she was like, <laughs> I'm proud of you. Now I understand why you train so hard. And I was like, see, see? Oh. I love it. <laughs>
1: awesome. Well, oh, I have yeah. one more question for you if yeah. you have the time. Oh haven't
2: been- guys, I could talk to you guys all
1: all night. Okay, okay. cool. <laughs> all right. So you're coming fresh off your first finish in a few fights. What do you think is the key to getting those finishes? I've been asking everyone that I bring on here, especially finishers, what do you think is the key to getting a finish in your fights?
2: Honestly, first and foremost, you have to have fun with whatever you're doing. When you're having fun, nothing's going to stop you. And then on top of that, a lot of people tend to, they go into any competition, sometimes focus too much on what their opponent's going to do. I think Hmm. it's extremely important Mm -hmm. to focus on what you're doing and just let your skill set skill set show itself, you know? Um, and that was one thing for me. Like, like I said, I mean, I just found my confidence all around and it was just like, okay, if we're going to scrap, like let's scrap. But I seen, I'm the type of person, like I told you, I take pictures. And even mm-hmm. when I'm watching film, we all have it as much as we want to like, Oh, we progressed. We did this. Yes. We're all growing but there are areas that we're so used to that some of us, we like, we all naturally fall back into those Mm -hmm. habits sometimes. And you can see some of those things. And so for me with like Macy, I even said it, I was like, you know, if I hit her a certain way and attack this area and she bends over her head's going to be there.
0: And so it's kind (laughs) of
2: just something. And then on top of that, like just visualizing, I feel like if you truly like, the mind is really a powerful, powerful thing. So as much as you like visualize certain things, like we can make it happen. You just, you gotta, you gotta do it up here first and foremost. And then you go out there and do it and while you're doing it. You just have fun. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, I definitely believe that was me last fight. Like I just genuinely like embraced every second of it. There was no emotion. It was just like, man, I'm truly grateful to be out here doing exactly what I love I got another fight right away. Like, I'm healthy. Like, just all these things. I got the best rest at the hotel. Like, I was able to actually sleep and recover. There was just so much to be, like, grateful for. And it was just like, all right. Like, trust in every skill that I have, wherever it goes. But I even said it before that fight. I said, you know, my last fight from that fear that I experienced from Mm -hmm. coming back from COVID and having, like, a slower pace than what I wanted to. I, they asked me in media day. They were like, what would you rate that fight? And I was like, well, for me, I rated it a five because, like, obviously, I can do so much more. And I said, but then Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I want to rate it higher because of everything I overcame. But then I said before that fight with Macy, I was like, this fight's not going to decision. Like, I'm actually tired of going to decision. And (laughs) I stated that. And um, it was originally supposed to be Julia. And then Um, when the opponent switched in, like, two weeks, I was like, well, my game plan is still set. I don't even care. And so it was just whatever you manifest.
0: Nice. Yeah, Angie, maybe you're, are you in your head too much, Ange, when you fight? Like, are you, are you, are, do you talk to yourself too much? Like, do you need to let no. it go? Because I've heard that from other people, right? That it's free, like, it's hot sauce, it's fun. Go in there and let loose, yeah. practice hard, fight fun, like, fight easy. You're
1: like, this is, this is supposed to be playtime. So maybe, are you in your head too much? You know what? I think it's different for every fight. And when you go out there and you try to finish or when you chase the finish, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's there's a different mentality for chasing the finish or trying to put on a a clinic, you know, like trying to put on like a striking clinic or grappling clinic or whatever, but sometimes you do have to chase the finish. Like you yeah. said, sometimes you do have to just say, I'm going to finish this bitch and then go out yeah. there and do it. And so it's I a, think, yeah, there's, it's like a weird balance. balance. It's yeah. a fine
2: balance because it's like what, it's like what you manifest, right? But then at the same time, the way that we are and the way that our minds work, if we focus on something too hard, sometimes we don't perform to our best of ability. And so yeah. it's like, you know, we have these goals and we're like, okay. And everybody's like, hey, you got to do this or whatever. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like you said, every fight is absolutely different and every game plan is absolutely different. But if we go in there and just focus on like either what our opponent can put out, we're not focusing on ourselves. And so it Mm -hmm. takes away from that. If we're like, all right, we're going to do this, this and that. A fight's a fight. Anything can happen. So that's why I always state like, that's my biggest thing when I state having fun when you're having fun you're just gonna flow and your toolbox is gonna be wide open Mm -hmm. and at that moment that's when you have the opportunity to impress yourself Mm -hmm. because then you're just like you're grabbing those different tools and stuff but it is super hard I mean I don't know how you feel uh before going out to a fight but like I do get emotional. Like, for one, I mean, I'm stage fright. Like, I'm actually really shy, which is probably another reason I never really talk too much shit. I used to be (laughs) a little girl that hid behind my mom's leg growing up. But now, like, you know, I'm on this, the biggest platform, individual sport. And, you know, I have the emotions of going out there, and every fight's different, especially when you're climbing, especially You know, the rankings, different things. Um, I mean, pay-per-view cards, like there's so many things that play a part into it that like as much as we get excited, I don't care who you are. We're all human beings. We all have that emotion. Like we can Uh be so excited. Yeah. But a lot of people fail on how do they filter that excitement? Do they let Uh the nerves get the best Mm -hmm. of them and it pulls Mm -hmm. back some of their potential? Or do we kind of like some people just kind of like really feed off of it and then it unleashes more potential like there's so many different things but i know that like i go like this a lot because it's just like all right like as much as i'm confident in myself and stuff like you're going out there you're getting locked into an octagon anything can happen (laughs) and (laughs) for one that in itself is oddly insanely exciting but then it's it's truly scary you know and it's just uh It's really hard sometimes to where like, I mean, like I said, some fights, it's just like, ah, okay, like, whatever. And then other fights, I mean, it can can go behind the scenes, too, into training. Like, do you have nagging injuries? Well, I was going to say, too,
0: I I would think a lot of it would come from that. Like, knowing if you really did everything in your preparation, right? Because camp is camp, fight to fight. Like you've done it before, right? And you know, in hindsight, which camp that you kind of cut some corners in and maybe got lucky and still won that fight. Or, you know, the time when you worked really hard and it still didn't go your way, but you can at least find the confidence in that. Like I know for me on shows where I'm like, Whew, thank God they didn't ask me about that guy because I did not look at his fight. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, yeah. if, no, but seriously, it's the same thing because um, in no matter what we do, you don't have that confidence to have the play time if you didn't do the preparation. Absolutely. So I have to feel like you can't you feel confident and you can go out there and play because, you know, you put the work. in.
1: Absolutely. How do you feel? Angela? I don't know. It's a, it's it, because I've been in there so many times. Um, I always feel like there's a there's a misconception that people think if you are in your head, you're afraid of getting hurt. And I feel like I've never been afraid of getting hurt. And I feel like you, you're probably the same way. Like you're never afraid of getting hurt, hurt. I think there's more of a fear of embarrassment and more yeah. of a fear of not doing what you prepare to do. You know that what I mean? Failure. Because yeah, that fear of failure. Yeah, not performing to your To, to your potential. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, And like you see that a lot. I like to compare fighting to public speaking Or comparing to like having a big like meeting where like you have to present something and if you do well, you get a promotion (laughs) or something like that. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like fighting is more similar to that than like a schoolyard fight because you're not really worried about, uh, you know, what happens after that. fat lip, getting a fat lip, right. Yeah, like I'm not worried about walking through the airport with like two black eyes and people giving (laughs) my husband weird looks. Like I'm not worried. I'm worried about that. Yeah. I'm worried about getting that win. So if I have a broken leg and I got that win, I'm A-OK, you know? Yeah. But yeah. on the flip side, it sucks. And it's like the highest high, but it's also the lowest, lowest low, lows. you know what I mean? And, and, and until you're on that big stage, until you're fighting for a title, like, I don't even know what that feels like to fight for the title and either win or lose. You you still don't know the highest highs and the lowest lows yet. And I think every time you go into a fight, you bring in that past. You bring in like old feelings. You bring in like all these emotions that you almost have to block out. And uh I was watching Ted Lasso. Karen, you Such said you were watching that too, right. Have you seen Such Ted Lasso show. yet? I haven't. You oh have my to God, watch Ari, it. It's so I, good. Fight week, watch Ted Lasso. It's a great so watch. Great. Um But uh, one thing he always says, he's a coach for a soccer team or whatever. And one thing he keeps telling his players that start to get into their own head is like, you have to have goldfish brain. Goldfish brain, you don't remember what happened 10 seconds ago. And that's how you have to go into a fight. And when you say have fun, That's exactly what that means. You're having fun. So you're not thinking about what happened last round. You're just having fun. You're in the moment. You're in that flow state. And I think that's where I always feel my best. And that's where I usually get my finishes. And maybe the fight didn't look pretty round one. But you find that finish because you're in your flow state, you're you're um, you're making adjustments in the fight. You don't necessarily need your corner the entire time because you're seeing what's going on and Uh you're just reacting and doing what you practice in the gym. And those are the best fights. Um, So it's, it's hard to tap into that every time you compete. Um, It is. But I think it's really cool that that you've been able to get there, especially with your health issues. And I feel like also just coming into the fight healthy after having so much extra outside stuff bothering you, just coming into a fight a little carefree makes it a lot easier. Absolutely.
2: I I really do believe for one, like the environment that we surround ourselves with just in life in general, but then- to be on this level. And like, we just need our mental state at its best. And, you know, a lot of people are like, I go to, I do, um, sports psychology and then mm-hmm. I just do counseling in general. And everybody's like, a lot of people frown upon counseling. And I'm like, it's not cause of like all these crazy issues and all this other stuff, but like, you know, it's good to have an outlet on the outside and to be mm-hmm. able to go process. And for me, one thing that I did really notice that I was doing, um, was exactly that. Like I was not having that goldfish brain, uh, especially after the fight with Amanda. Like it was just like, you know, I had a lot of trauma recovering from my injuries and stuff and then getting back out there and just having the pressure of that. And like you said, the highest, of highs and the lowest, of lows and going on to that high platform like that. And then it turning out that way, like it was just extremely disappointing. And like, it was hard. And you being an athlete, you can probably relate to this too. Sometimes the way that we feel when we're actually performing as opposed to the way it looks are polar opposites. Yeah. So, you know, I honestly, like, obviously I was taking some hits and like, all I felt was my leg. Like I've never been in so much pain. Mm. And, you know, I remember just trying to defend my leg. Like I was in like survival mode and just defense. Like I did not want anything else to happen to my leg. And, um, I just feel like I honestly, like the way I felt in there, I just felt like I took this crazy ass, ass whooping, like crazy ass whooping. And then um, when COVID hit, Tisha had ESPN on and mm-hmm. my fight with Amanda started replaying and I was like, turn that shit off. Yeah, right. Like, was uh... like, have you watched <laughs> this? And I like, I caught myself wanting to avoid and I was just like, I can't. But then I sat there and after I walked,
1: Oh no. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, just, we lost just again. keep screaming until, until we hear Oh her. wait, she'll come, come back, back. She'll come, come back, come back. I believe she'll come back. She'll come back. Yeah, she'll come, come back. back. She'll come back. It's oh, just nice here Wi-Fi. she is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So you had us, you
0: said, it. then you started watching it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And
2: then I got myself to watch it. And like, honestly, like I set my soul free watching it because I was like, damn, I'm actually proud of myself because the way that I internally felt was nothing of how that fight looked like Mm. you would have not been able Mm -hmm. to tell, even though I made the comment in the corner and stuff and nobody had any idea what was truly going on. I honestly felt that that fight looked a thousand times different than what it even looked. And I was Mm. like, shit, I'm proud of myself. So like, it really is important to, you know, as much as we want to avoid those certain things, like we can't avoid. We have to unlock mm-hmm. why we feel certain things and process it and understand it. And then that allows us to take that next step and to continue to grow. And it is yeah. that carefree feeling because then you truly do have fun when you're understanding those moments or understanding those emotions or just understanding, processing, and then you truly let them go. And there is nothing to the past because at the end of the day, like it's being versus becoming. I wouldn't want to be the 24 year old athlete I once was, was, even though. I may have felt like I was in the greatest shape ever. Like Mm -hmm. for the longest time, I always said, yeah, I remember when I fought Misha, like I was in this shape, I was in that, but it was because I went through so much trauma after that fight, um, with all the surgeries and everything else Mm -hmm. that like, it was easy to relate to a good time. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I wouldn't want to be that athlete because I'm so much more advanced in my skill set, in my mind, uh, my maturity and so many different things that like. Okay, like it's good to like look at it, like the rear view mirror is small mm-hmm. for a reason, and the windshield is huge for a reason.
0: Yeah,
2: so nice. it's like important to look at that.
0: Ah! <laughs> oh, she's dropping the science on this. she's
1: dropping the knowledge. I do, I do get what she's saying though. With the looking back at your past self, sorry, we lost you again. Yeah, we lost you for a second. But but no, you're (laughs) right. You got to look forward, and you can't, you can't, you can't,
0: you can. You you should take what was the past, but don't live there, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you can't live there.
2: You gotta just process, and you gotta let that shit go. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't change. You can only change the future. And like I said, I mean, before I, I don't know if you heard it, but like the rearview mirror truly is small for a reason, and then Mm -hmm. the windshield is huge for a reason. So just Mm -hmm. when you can learn to like look back at it at a small glimpse, understand it, process Mm -hmm. it and let it go and see where your mind frame will be totally different. Your actions will be totally different. Like you're just everything. Like you'll feel so much more free and that's something that's truly like benefited me.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I was going to say on that, I feel like yes, we should leave yes, it on that because yes. it's such a great. Or we great... like lose you after you drop another amazing <laughs> nugget. So. I know. I know. <laughs> this has been life lessons with Rocky Pennington. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Great no, counseling session. Thank you. It's so true. But,
0: and I even said before before you came on, I was like, man, if Rocky lived near me, like I just know I'd hang out with her. Like, And I've, I feel like I've said that even probably to you. Um, and I, hopefully you probably get that sense when I see you at the apex and stuff like that. I just always thought you were a really cool chick. And I just always have felt like, uh, that you're one of the good ones. You're somebody worth rooting for, but also I, like I said before too, I love, cause I'm real close with my mom. Like I love seeing you and your mom. I'm real close with my daughter. Like it just, there's just, there's just a lot that. of real positive stuff about you. And then you throw on the fact that you can throw down and it's always fun to watch you fight. You always come prepared and ready to just Scrap and we always know with a Rocky fight, like we're gonna get something good here. We're gonna get bulldog chokes and this, that kind of thing, <laughs> all kind of stuff. So it's just great. It's just it's a lot of fun. And um, just really happy to see you back in action. Happy that you're cured from the COVID. Happy that you know, we're just getting to see you get maybe some more activity, right? Because you did have to take that big break. So it's nice to yeah. see you active. And I'm glad no, that you can come a and lot. talk with me and Angie. Yeah, no, I'm glad this. you guys had
2: me on um you know I mean I've always I've always enjoyed our conversations and stuff and you know Angela I know that you have your animosity with the little one on the other end but okay. I mean not I really just, I just wanted to beat just, her up that's all. Yeah, uh, I'm that's separate uh, from all that the I've always like, <laughs> you know I'm separate from all that I've always followed your career and stuff and whatnot and like I admire your fighting and everything and so it's an honor to talk with you guys I'm glad that you guys reached out and whatnot and you know, we'll yeah. we'll have to do it again. I'll have better uh, sure. Wi-Fi
1: next time. If that was my <laughs> end cut, now <laughs> you gotta do it's the um, live broadcast for the wedding. That's what exactly. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> oh exactly. my god! <laughs>
0: well, what happened was they got married. You gotta get certified <laughs> in the
2: meantime. I'll get On certified in Vegas. You yes. figure out the live broadcast there,
1: ma'am. Yes. I'll be the surprise uh, flower girl. <laughs> Tisha would love that. I like <laughs> <she'll> <laughs> love it. she love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's scary. awesome.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen, safe
0: travels to you. Um, enjoy your family time and everything. And we are looking for both you and Tisha to throw down and show out at 273. So really looking forward to it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Are you going out there? I will not be working this one, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I wish. That would be fun.
2: All right. Well, oh, I better well. hear you rooting from across the way. You will. Yeah, you will. From, for from sure. From Cali.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Take it easy, Rocky. Thanks, yeah, Rocky. We'll talk to you guys later. It See is. ya. Bye. Bye.
0: All right, what a cool girl! Come on, I mean, we yeah. can have a kumbaya moment. We can all get together because I do think it's with Tisha. Like I said, it's like a work thing, right? It's a professional. It's a professional animosity. It's not a. It's not a real thing. It's like
1: yeah. No. Be- I bet. Yeah. I bet. I bet we could train together, and I would only talk shit behind our back. I would. I would oh, be very stop. nice and cordial in front of me. My- <laughs>
0: I mean, because really, obviously, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you obviously have more in common than you don't. You know what no, I mean? No, for
1: sure. And you yeah, know what? We so. weren't like not friendly to each other on the show. Like right. it was always like pretty just like, ri- just pretty like, uh, even kill. You know what I right. mean? Until right. we got right. booked to fight. And then I like <laughs> went on this whole like shit talk campaign. Like, right, but that right, was, right. I was a very young fighter then. And this time around, there was a little shit talk, but it was more so I just wanted to fight her.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, just like, uh, but just like now, like I had like really civil conversation with uh Raquel mm-hmm. and she's just so chill and she's just, just like It's that veteran thing, you know, like she's she's been around every different type of fighter, every different like situation. You have teammates fighting each other. You have friends fighting each other. Like at the end of the day, drama free is the easiest way to go, especially if you're not that invested in drama. Like some people are just invested in drama. They just want the drama they crave the drama like a like a like a conor mcgregor like he's just like oh right, i want right, it i right. want all the smoke i want it i want it now well even Give juliana my for
0: that matter as champion juliana likes the smoke she likes the drama and she she invites
1: it and she i think she has fun playing with it herself yeah you know and so, yeah. for, with juliana i don't even know if it's a choice i think it's just a natural you know how somebody some people just naturally have that that's what I'm saying. Magnet, it's a chip on her, so like she's like naturally that magnet it. for drop. Like people are just like, "What's up with you?" And like she probably doesn't realize that it's her. <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> because a that's, a that's what I'm saying. Even from like the day the first day I met her, and I don't I don't want this to sound like I'm saying it's a, she has a chip, but it's the chip that's working for her. But it's one yeah. that you definitely notice right away. Like, oh, okay, this, yeah. yeah, like 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 it's almost like she has a. She, it's almost like she assumes you're her enemy rather than assuming sh- you're her friend first. And like yeah. some people just, and it's a defense, maybe it's a defense thing. I, I don't know, you know, the way she was brought up, but like, you can, you know, just some people are just much more like, and I've always gotten the feeling with her that like, you can, you can win her over and you can get on her good side, but, but it's going to take a minute because at first Jam's going to be like, what, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, yeah, that's just how I, but, but, you know, like I see, I work with Kiesa all the time. I work with people who are so close to her and they're like, Oh my God, Jules, my baby girl. And I'm like, wait, are you talking about the same girl? I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, so to hear yeah. Kiesa talk about her is totally different. Right. And so it's just,
1: it's a different thing. Yeah. And well, it's different if, if with it, women too. Different with like, women, different women energy. Women exactly. exactly. We'll give yeah. out different energy to other yeah. women, especially yeah. when you're like, the gym alpha. And I think right, like, right, we have right. an environment like tough where every girl is the gym alpha of their right. gym and you, put them into one gym, then you're going to get those like clashing personalities and those people who are just like, no, this is my tree. I'm going to piss on it. You can't use <laughs> right, this bag. Right, I pissed right. on it, you know? And that's what I was talking about, about that fe- female hyena kind of yeah, energy. Like yeah, they're, they're yeah. the alphas of the pack. They run everything. Like right. they like, they buck on the dudes of the well, pack. Well, and like, Juliana's
0: just- a mom too. Like yeah. she's probably hardcore mom to her mom. Like I would bet other moms
1: better not mess with her kid. Yeah, and she was like that before she had a kid. So imagine (laughs) what she's like now. You know, like so yeah, she definitely has that, like, you know, oh, like she will sell a fight because that's her energy. Yeah. She she, will, she will. She's like one of those people who would probably be great at pro wrestling after she's Oh yeah, she definitely because like she she is all about the smoke and she knows how to deliver it too. Well, that's why Rhonda's great at it. Yeah, exactly. She knows you how know? to deliver that that uh that shit talk. Yep, right. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hey,
0: listen, hello. Hi, Dinah 259 from Korea. Finally caught you all live. Hey. We appreciate you. A hey. Drake was saying it was a good chat. It really thank you. Now. I appreciate that too. I think so uh, as well. And by the way, uh, Angela John says you are looking good. Okay.
1: <laughs> Well, thank you. (laughs) I try. I try.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, but so, um, listen, I'm, you know, we could probably... Uh, wrap it up here soon a little bit but yeah um, that's cool that we know that she's the featured prelim and uh, yeah Tisha is fighting Mackenzie Dern which is a tough scrap I mean you know because Mackenzie obviously was uh, before prior just known as the jiu-jitsu girl Mm -hmm. but with all that work that she's doing with Jason Perillo Mackenzie's hands have really come along she is a much more well-rounded fighter now so yeah should be a good fight.
1: Yeah, it's definitely going to be a scrap. And, uh, you know, Dern talked a lot about seeing if Rodriguez's strengths were as good as Mackenzie Dern's strengths, and we all saw Mm -hmm. how that fight played out. But it was a lot of back and forth. You're not necessarily sure how that fight would go if you shook it up and replayed it a few times. So it was a lot of back and forth, and this is a big deal for Tisha because Mm -hmm. if she wins this fight... People could be looking at her for a title match, especially if it ends up being... Rose as the winner of the fight, you have that rematch that can happen. Actually, no, she fought uh, Carla as well. Carla as well. I was gonna say at this point, I think a lot of them. Either way, yeah. Either way, it's gonna be a rematch that they can sell. They show Tisha's um, resurgent from that four-fight loss streak that she had back in the day. And then you know, on the other side, you have Dern who's trying to get that win back and get like that momentum back from the Rodriguez fight. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting fight. Um, I don't know if, uh, if Dern has the takedowns to get Tisha down and to get her right. in her area, but then you never know. Tisha might mess around with the takedowns herself. So it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting what the game plans are there, yeah. but, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised she doesn't want to fight on the same card as Raquel, after hearing all her horror stories. I'm like, come on! What are you doing to the girl? This girl's is traumatized! Talk about trauma. Every fucking fight, you had some crazy shit going on. Win or lose. Totally. Like, it's crazy that she fought through totally. all that, so it's really cool that she's healthy yeah. she's happy she has her mind focused and this is going to be a fun fight for Raquel because short notice those are always like hey whatever happens happens, whatever I'm happens. doing a right. favor for the UFC but I'm also doing a right. favor for my bank account so exactly. I'm going in there to have fun and she has momentum and yeah. you
0: know what I mean so that's the thing so she's been doing well and uh yeah and yeah it's good and 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 she's kind of like the right kind of girl to come in as a replacement against Aspen, right? Because Aspen is sort of intimidating with that ground and pound and she's a big physical girl, but you know, yeah, Rocky's going to be like, yeah, I've seen bigger, more physical girls. So like, what are you
1: going to do? Like, you know, yeah. so, and you know, yeah. um, her last girl missed weight as well. Macy missed mm-hmm. weight by a couple pounds. I don't yeah. think we're going to get the fight canceled if Aspen misses right. weight because right. Rocky's right. going to be coming in there with that. That confidence, you know, so yeah. that confidence. Like the weight miss didn't affect my last fight, so why exactly. should it affect this one? So yeah,
0: I want to ask you. you no, know, she said she drinks two gallons of water a day. Okay, even when she's not water loading for camp, how much do you drink when you're you're just like obviously you're kind of in camp not now, water. right? So, but like, but how mu-
1: <laughs> yeah, how much? How do much, you much drink? water? <laughs> yeah, how much water do you drink? Uh, not two gallons. I don't even drink a gallon a day. Like that's that's um yeah, that's pretty, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's impressive. Like when she said that, I was like, cause, um, when, when we do water load, when I do try to water load, I try to get at least a gallon in a day. Mm -hmm. And even that's tough for me. Like it takes a lot to chug that gallon. And I also think it's like a size thing too. Like for straw weights, it would probably be more like a gallon and a half or or not a gallon and a half, but a gallon or a gallon and a half as opposed to two gallons for the right. weight classes. Right, right. Um right. but yeah, that's a lot. And I think a gallon weighs what, like eight pounds each. Ten pounds, so I
0: thought.
1: Ten pounds. Well, a gallon, I think if you lift a gallon of water, I think it weighs ten pounds. It's ten it? pounds. So that's a that lot of water. So. That's a lot of weight. So as soon as she cuts down to one gallon, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. is probably gonna be this week, like you know, a then she said and right, gives that in the 10 pounds, right. Yeah, then that comes right off. So good for her. But yeah. And for those who don't know, yeah, the
0: hypothyroidism, like that is not a lie. Like that sucks. That that means our thyroids don't work. So I have to take medicine. It's a real thing. And it's a, something I didn't get diagnosed with till late in life. And I'm like, no wonder I can never lose any weight. Like it's like one of those things where people are always like, hey, if there was one thing you could go back and tell your younger self, what would you right. do it? And I'm like, check your thyroid. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and don't let the doctors tell you that they're isn't anything wrong because they were like mm, yeah I guess you were probably always borderline I'm like eep, 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 eep. Um, yeah that's yeah that's it's not like it wasn't borderline problem, I had really. a major problem but it yeah. just was never diagnosed which is not cool so when yeah. I had my daughter literally when my daughter was younger I was like yeah y'all are gonna need a her thyroid thanks <laughs> you Yeah. Know?
1: good good yeah
0: yeah so luckily hers is fine but I it is one of those things where I'm just yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah um Daedalus is saying it weighs eight pounds I don't know Ten pounds, eight pounds. <laughs> Told you,
1: Karen. I know. I thought the human food. head weighed eight pounds,
0: <laughs> but I thought a gallon
1: of water. The weighed The human 10 pounds. head is a gallon of brain. <laughs> and so, <skull. laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey,
0: okay. So listen. So yeah. So your so your camp is going well. Um,
1: yep. camp's yeah, camp's going yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. Getting lots of work in. Um, not pregnant. Just in case anyone else didn't hear the news, not pregnant. It was a false alarm. I peed on the wrong stick um <laughs> nice yeah i love it um yeah that's it I love <laughs> that's, it. It. I that's love all it. i got I it. Oh um, um lots of cool adcc fights i was watching that um nice. so if anyone's like into bjj check out those a few people that i trained with did pretty well on there got a got a handful of wins so oh, good. good stuff there um trying to think what else yeah not much going on in fights i think there was a good cage warriors this week but i didn't catch it mm-hmm. oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> i missed it too i missed it yeah, too. yeah but it was nice hey, taking a break and uh, taking it a break was from, from the mma from the face punching from the blood and the guts it was nice to chill and then we get to give ufc uh 272 all of our energy
0: or two yes 273 absolutely yeah. i right, so listen in the meantime where can everybody find you on social media
1: um everyone can find me on instagram at angie overkill on twitter at angie overkill on um what do you call it on tiktok twitch? at overkill oh, hill okay, and right here, here on twitch if you're on twitch um, yeah. uh, most people aren't but thank you for the people who are on twitch at uh angie overkill yes <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, and what about me, you, Karen? <laughs> over
0: on YouTube. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching this on Twitter, also uh those are Karen Bryant, K-A-R-Y-N. Bryant doesn't Kobe, no relation, but may he rest in peace. Over on Instagram, I am KB Heat. Um, so we are we'll have another Tuesday night festivities. I put the call out to somebody. I, I'm not sure if he got back to me yet to secure my guest. So uh, let me see. Or oh, oh, well, maybe he has written back yet. Oh, oh wait, oh, okay. has he written back yet? Oh, he yeah. has written back. Okay, cool. We got Mickey Gall for Tuesday night. So
1: oh, nice, fine. nice,
0: nice, nice, nice. Yeah, because Mickey's on two seventy three as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mickey being from New York, you know, Hinato is from Brazil but uh, raised in New York a lot of times. So we'll have some fun with Mickey. He's a good kid. Um, so yeah, so that's on Tuesday nights uh at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Um, but you can find this is episode 58 of what had happened was so that means you can go back and look at all of these on those places. We also are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. So um, you know, you can go back and listen. Last week's show is still relevant because we have Biggie Booy. And check out 57. Yes. That's right. Because Biggie's fighting this weekend too.
1: Yep. Yep. Lots of fun stuff. Have fun on Tuesday. Yeah, I we'll have a good time. Sleeping, probably.
0: Know, my my know, schedule,
1: especially in fight camp, I'm always falling asleep on the couch at 8 p.m. Like sometimes uh, 8.30. But we'll start like a movie or something. I'll yeah. be like all all cozy after eating dinner. And then like 10 seconds in, I'm like. So it's it's really sad. I'm, I'm so really does like, Adam watch it
0: alone? Or does he hit pause he and then watch does. something? like? So he watches it. That's what I'm saying. So then does he tell you, baby girl, I watched it? Or does he pretend he didn't watch all the way through and then watch it again with you?
1: It depends how interested I am in the movie. Like yeah. we were watching this old Jason Stratham movie the other day. And as I was falling asleep, I'm like, just finish it. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> like, is I'm good. not interested. Just finish it. But it depends. Like, if it's something that I'm really excited to watch, like, he'll wait. He'll turn it off. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good guy. He'll turn it yeah. off. He'll, like, uh Yeah, sometimes I else. fall asleep on the couch, and I tell myself, hey, you're going to fall
0: asleep. And then I'm like, don't worry, baby girl. You can watch it again. And then I'm like, oh, you're so good to me. And then I'm like, oh, no, you're the best. And then I'm like, oh, no, you're the best.
1: Oh, you want me to pour you some more wine? Oh, yes. thank oh yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, would you yeah. pour
0: me some more wine? Oh my god, you're so good to me. Oh my god, baby, you're just the best date ever.
1: Yay. Um, well, you yeah, gotta that's... treat yourself better than any man would. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Karen's come to San Diego and she's gonna have fun. <laughs> We're gonna go out. <laughs>
0: While well, I have my daughter in tow for spring yeah. break. Yeah. Hey,
1: baby girl, hold that thought.
0: Mama's gonna go hoeing for a minute. I got friends she them. can
1: hang out with.
0: <laughs> God. No, no. It's but so it's sad. gonna be I'm... fun. Yeah.
1: It'll be fun seeing you in San Diego too. Aesthetically
0: single. Hey,
1: so we will get to meet up and have a good. Yeah. Night.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I will see you then. Um, okay, so anyway, 30 yeah. <laughs> We're gonna wild. All the way up go- 8.25. <laughs> We're going to be wild until 8.25. Wilding.
1: I'm like, more soda water bartender. <laughs> Give it, Oh <Ellie. laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, All right, cool. So listen, folks, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to Rocky for being such a great guest. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we will be back at this with episode 59 next week after 273. Lot. There'll be a lot to talk about. So uh, yeah, appreciate you guys checking us out here um yeah we definitely appreciate it so we'll see you on the next one wait if i can get I our i our...
1: already talked about our places to see each other so like what happened? i know exactly we already did done, it.
0: Like, so months i'm months. about to do this so i'm gonna okay. say i'm gonna do the bye-bye okay so folks we will see you on the next one thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time